Andrew, what's going on, man? Ali, good, mate, good. How's things? Yeah, not bad. Well, the season's over, so it's a bit, it's a bit bad, I suppose. Yeah, it's been a long and tiring season, but uh, you know, we've got the FA Cup. To look forward to at least i don't know if you could look forward to it anymore because shawnee out gabrielle out that's the whole backline per metasaka popped his head up against everton mate i'm actually worried that you're gonna see hazard and uh diego costa on uh per Murtisaka. i don't think a, a back three suits per Murtisaka due to his um vulnerability in terms of speed um, yeah i well, mean he's a great leader but uh do, do you know what i i think it might suit him better you reckon? Because at least he has, for instance, he's going to have a holding and more real next to him. Mm. And they're a lot quicker and a lot more, you know, agile or Mustafi even there. Yeah. If he's going to What's be happening? fit for that game. Oh, well, you'd, if you'd go back three, you'd have Mustafi in the middle and Rob Holding and Monreal you probably either would. side. Yeah. Mustafi's fit, that's probably what you gotta, you'd you got to go could, with. Yeah, you could do that and play Gibbs on the left. Yeah, but it's just, you know, the, the thing is with, despite Murtasaka's lack of pace, his intelligence is... You know, it, it is probably the best in the team. Yeah. It's just he doesn't have the physical presence or the you know the athleticism to no. actually keep up with, especially Diego Costa, who who yeah. probably tear him apart. But that being said, yeah, he would mm. tear him apart. Yeah. So you saw what he did to him last year when I'm sent off. Mm. Um, but yeah, like we're just having a chat and you know, one loss in the last nine, and it wasn't good enough to get us in the top ten, yeah. um, top four. We're used to making the top four, obviously, and uh, you would have thought, uh, what was it, nine wins out of the last... Out of ten. Out of nine ten. out of ten. Ten. So, so it's only the Tottenham one we lost. The Tottenham one, and um, so you, you would have thought that would be good enough, but uh, no. And I don't... Look, to be honest, we don't deserve... We don't deserve to be in the top four. Um, Liverpool have been... They've beaten us twice. Uh, Manchester City... Um, you know, we didn't do so well over the home and away games there. Uh, I didn't think we beat them. Well, we beat them in the FA Cup, obviously, but in the league we haven't. Yeah, and so Tottenham have... Um, lost in a draw on that one. Tottenham, Tottenham. We, uh, Tottenham we lost away and we we drew at home and, and Chelsea, we got a home win there, but they absolutely, they thumped us away well, from home as we're used to. I think we've had one win in the well, last... We did thump them when they were at our grounds. So. Yeah, but at Stamford Bridge, our form's been hopeless, so... To be honest, we don't deserve to be in the top four uh, this season. It's probably a good thing that um, you know we're not in the Champions League. And um, is it though? Because I think Europe is more of a because the games are you know you're yeah, talking about Friday morning. Do you think Wenger's going to blood the youngsters and maybe the reserves um, into he, the into I think the Europa do half League? Half and a half. Yeah, you you do the youngsters and you do the guys that aren't getting a start. Um, I think he'll still. Go, I think like if Alexis, for instance, stays, I think Alexis would want to play that game. Yeah. Regardless, he just wants to play any football game. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. But I'd prefer that we all go guns blazing in the Premier League and then you know leave the reserves and the youngsters for the Europa League. And if we do end up making the quarterfinals of the Europa League or the semifinals, then start blooding in your... Your full team. Your Alexis, your Ozils. Well, yeah, I suppose this comes down to where you are in the league. Yeah. Do what uh, Mourinho did. Yeah, but exactly. hopefully you're, we're in a better position than Mourinho. Exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll, we'll, 
we'll just see what happens. We are in good form, uh, you know, good form. So let's hopefully we can take that into the Premier League. But um, we've, we do have a few injuries. Yeah, a few too many, if, if you ask me. To key ones and we've got suspensions and... Cossi only, what was he thinking? I think he just thought he could get to it. I think Valencia saw him and just it was a red, the ball. It was a red card. It was. Like the it way he um, he lunged in. Yeah. Um, you can't really... You can't defend him. And, no. you know, Valencia saw it coming and he milked it. And yeah, he milked it. Off. But yeah. that, that's what footballers do yeah. at the end of the day. He shouldn't have gone in like that. I don't think it was necessary to go in like that. You could see after the game when he was walking around the pitch when they, um, you know, thanked the fans for their support during the season. Costellini was wearing his suit and he just... He just knew his season was over because he couldn't play in the FA Cup. He just looked very, very disappointed, and rightly so. I mean, you can, the, the, you're, you're the captain of the club or the team. Murdersack is the, the club. We're up one nil. Just didn't. Yeah, it, didn't. it wasn't necessary at all. Um, but yeah, it was just the heat of the moment. I think he's probably used to getting into those. But um, obviously, well, first um, red card. It was probably his first, I think, clear red card for a while. I think yeah. the last couple of sending offs have been quite. Mm. Bullshit. But so he's he's a massive loss. I think it's a big for me. That was a, like before you go. Do we have a chance of beating Chelsea? Yes. Do we have a bit of Chelsea now? Do we have a chance? No, mm. no chance. Not without Koscielny. Koscielny is is key to that Arsenal. Look, team. I, I think we're a chance. I think with Koscielny and Gabriel, we're probably a 45 percent chance to win. With them two out, we're at twenty percent. So we've probably gone from four to one or three to one now to a four to five to one chance. So yeah. big underdogs. Well, I think it was a Conte was saying that, you know, we're the favourites because we this is our make or break of the season. If it's a good season or a bad season, um, but that's a load of shit. Yeah, you know, they've they've had a great season. They've won the Premier League. They're, they're, they're playing for the double, you know. And um, I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to see. But our format Wembley is great. I can't remember been, the last you know, time I mean, we. This, if we win this, it'll be th- our third FA Cup in four years. Yeah, so just, I think no other team's done anything like yeah. that. We're the first team to do it back to back. Yeah. So I think we've got 12 FA Cups equaled with Manchester United. I think we'll go to 13 FA Cups. I no, don't know. Is it more? more? Yeah, we've got the highest FA Cups. No, I think we're, when Manchester won it last season, oh, I think they right, equaled yeah. us. Yeah, okay. So it gives us a chance to go on top on yeah. our own. So, But it's just, yeah, the boys need to win. And I think it would be good for a lot of them, especially for a Sanchez and Nozel, for them to go, you know what? We, you know, we, we finished 9 out of 10 in the last... Mm. You know those last games, we 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 can win games. Yeah, and they can. Like at the start of the season, I said they were the best team on paper. We had the best team we had. We had the depth, but they just fell apart. And they fell apart in December. And this um, is, I think, this season. You know, Wenger keeps coming out and saying, you know, if one day I'll write a book about everything. Um, and he's come out and he's also said, you know, their heads were turned in January yeah. with the uncertainty of his job, and it turned, you know, distracted the team from what they were meant to do. And now all this stuff with Uzmanov and Korenki and um, yeah. and what's happening there is, is it makes you think, you know, for, for a while I've been saying it's not just Fenger, it's the board, it's the owners, you know. Um, I think there was uh, some tweets that were circulating a couple of days ago and it said that Wenger told the board he wanted Griezmann. The board mucked about, they didn't want to pay the fee and then they went and bought him Perez. Mm. But he did tell the board he wanted Griezmann and they didn't fork up the money for it. You know, who's who's telling the truth or not? But that's, to me, that sounds, when you go, who's to blame, who's to, to blame is the board for me because either Wenger identifies players, you go and sign them 
So you, and if you don't, you're at fault. Yep. But if he's not going out and signing him, you should be going out and signing him. So again, you're at fault. So yeah. there's something wrong with that board. And, you know, I mean, and Gazidis is, he's a CEO. He's trying to make money. And spending money doesn't make you money. Yeah, I think um, I think Dick Law now is the the man that is supposed to be you know well, he's negotiating. A negotiator. He still has to get the green light from yeah. the board and the club. Or well, apparently he's he's also said that if Wenger goes, he's going as well. Yeah. So um, you know, back in the day, I remember when David Dean was in charge of all that. We used to get deals done quite quickly, and um, well, Wenger would go to Dean. I want him, yeah. and Dean would get it done. Yeah. Wenger didn't. I then this is where I, I I always struggle to believe that Wenger was at fault for not signing the place because at the end of the day he doesn't have the ultimate right mm. to green light a eighty million pound deal. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, I think what they're going to do after the FA Cup is uh, have a look at the uh, structure of the club and how things are done, um, whether it's transfers, signings youth development training facilities i think there's going to be a whole new new structure at the club and we'll have to wait and see whether wenger is involved with that um reading a few articles and reading reading a few things on the internet i think uh he will he will be part of the club over the next two years that's arsene wenger and he will oversee um everything and um, i think that potentially will lead to a succession plan and to um, you know, maybe find a, a replacement for for Arsene Wenger, and he's going to oversee that. That's what Martin Keown has um, has said. So I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. But right now, I don't think Arsenal as a club is uh, is ready to let go of Arsene Wenger. Uh, I think we need a I think we need a couple years of planning uh, to find the right to find the right suitable replacement. Yeah, I don't think a suitable replacement is out there at the moment. And people sit there going, oh, Wenger out, Wenger out. Who are you going to bring in? Yeah. Look at Thomas Tuchel's about to get sacked from Dortmund. Mm. The board haven't been speaking, the, the, the board at Dortmund haven't spoken to him for months. Mm. And apparently this is the problem with Wenger and Gazidis haven't been speaking for months. And, you know, they're saying it's either if Wenger stays, Gazidis will go. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's what that's that's been the speculation. Again, how much of this is actually true, we don't know. All we hear is all these rumors from various sources. But Kazidis, I think he's gone and he's doubled. You know, he's he's gone and increased the revenue in the club and everything. But over the years, we haven't spent any money, so that revenue is always going to increase. Mm. And the person responsible for that is not Kazidis. Yeah. It's Arsene Wenger. Mm. And um. And I think this is where they need to bring in, you know, a board, a CEO that's gone, no, we need to win trophies. We need to spend money to get that way. And um, and I was reading an article from the, the BBC, which at Usmanov wrote a letter to the Arsenal, to, or to the Arsenal board and to Gazidis in 2012, when he purchased the, the shares in the club. And he basically told them, that he doesn't know why Gazidis is going around telling them that, um, telling people that they're banning him from the board. He goes, he's never asked for a seat on the board. He's not a board member on any of his companies. So he doesn't understand why this is coming as a mm. speculation. He also said that he was blocked from buying the shares that Karenki bought when he inquired about the shares from, I think, who was it? Ch it was Chiswick yep. and Nina... Brace, Braceville Campbell. Yeah. yeah. Um, they told them they weren't going to sell because they didn't want the club. So basically it was 
the club was always going to be self-finance. No investment was ever required. Yep. Um, and that's how they sold it to Karenki was the fact that he would never have to put any sort of investment in because mm. the club just built a new stadium. It just paid it off. Yeah. Um, it doesn't need any investment. We're, we're making a lot of money. We don't need anyone to put anything in. Mm. And he bought it under those pretenses that he would never have to do anything. Um, and then Uzmanov went on saying that you need to, basically you're losing all your best players because this was the time when Man Percy left. And the reason he left was because there was no clear indication on the future yep. and how the club would actually go from then on. And still, that's that's five years ago and we still don't know where the club's going to go. Yeah. Um, we still haven't spent anything. Everything's just been basically what they've made. Karenki hasn't gone, dipped into his pockets and go, oh, let me go sign a, not that it's going to happen, but like a Messi. Let me go sign a world-class player. Let's turn this to a world-class franchise. Yeah. You look at the Denver Nuggets. They're, they're a mediocre team. Always That's right. Battling to get into the playoffs. St. Louis Rams. Well, now they're LA Lam- Rams. And St. Louis is suing Karenki for that move. It's a $1 billion for mm. suing him for moving the club. Yeah, he moved them out, didn't he? And I think he promised when they bought him that they, would, that they wouldn't, wouldn't be moving out of St. Louis. But. Um, and this is the other things going into it. And Usmanov's put in the £1 billion takeover bid to buy the 67% shares that yeah. Karenki owned. This morning, Sky wrote an article saying... Um, Karenki has said he's got no intention of selling it. He made these statements to the stock exchange, which I think legally you have to because if you let people know you're selling the club, the shares can dip yeah, um, and it can change the market. So he, he has to say that. But it, it, it's KSC. It's a company. It's, a, it's not a private company. It's a public mm. company. And when an offer comes in like that, it has to get voted on the board. Mm. So he doesn't actually have the, the say-so to go... Yeah, I'm not selling it. Yeah. Apparently, his son, um, his son is heavily of the opinion that they should sell it. Yeah. And a few of their board members. Well, I, th- I heard it was 1.3 billion for 66.7 percent, which values at the club at two billion dollars, right? Yeah. Um, it definitely does. So that that's a huge offer, it would, which would mean he'd make at least five six hundred million pounds. He doubled. He? He, he doubled his investment. Yeah. If he took Usmanov's offer, he doubled his investment. The other thing is, if that doesn't happen, all Uzmanov has done is set a fire under Karenki where he needs to now put money in the club or you're going to have a complete... There's not going to be Wenger out banners. There'll be Karenki out banners and flyovers and all that stuff because now he's pretty much put all the pressure on Karenki to... You need to keep Alexis, you need to keep Ozil and you need to buy some world-class players. Mm. It's as simple as that. You guys need to win the Premier League next season or you are seriously in a cup. For a guy who's a billionaire, you either want the club to succeed or you don't. This is not the NFL. This is not franchise where one season, you know, you're sitting at salary caps and one season yep. you're good, next season you're crap. You know, that's, that's what happens in franchise sports Yeah, because you can't afford to keep the players. This is not that. Mm. You know, like the Venkies bought Blackburn and they had no idea that they could get relegated. Mm. Now they're going down to league one Did they get relegated yeah they got relegated from championship wow so they're going down to league one and it's just like mate this is this is not us sport this yeah. is not a franchise sport this is the most popular sport in the world mm. that's huge but it'll be interesting to see what happens with that whole whole situation yeah would you um, want him to sell or not um Look, if if Uzmanov's uh, let, let's let's make one thing clear, uh, Kronky hasn't put any money 
into the club. Not a cent. I think he's taken uh, six million out due to advisory fees. Uh, the last time I heard, and uh, so he's actually taken money out. Yeah. And um, he's never been one. I mean, if you look at his history with all these other sporting franchises, they haven't done really well. Uh, I think he owns the Colorado Rapids in the MLS as well, the St. Louis uh, Rams, which we talk, talked about, or now the LA Rams. Rams. Denver. Um, Denver Nuggets, who have never pretty much made any conference final, from what I remember. They sometimes make the finals, sometimes they don't, but they've never, under his control, ever done anything special. So he's got a history of not really doing well um, with any of his uh, sporting sporting clubs. So maybe it is time to um, maybe sell to someone that's willing to pump a lot of money in. And Usmanov, uh, from all accounts, looks like he's ready to, you know, make Arsenal a, a serious contender for not only the Premier League but you know for Europe as well. So. Yeah. Mate, I'd, I'd be all for it, and I think so, a lot of Arsenal fans would. I, I don't think you'd speak to an Arsenal fan on the street and he'd say that he's happy with Kroenke. No. You know, so... Um, it's funny reading a lot of tweets as well about Usmanov and people like, yeah, I want Kroenke to sell, but I don't want Usmanov to buy because he's a scumbag and mm. the way he made his money. Can you name one successful billionaire that, that made their money clean? You can't. Mm. One, you know, you look at even the, you know, Trump or Obama, they weren't clean. They slaughtered people. Mm. Like to sit there and think that all these people are clean and you want them to be clean or whatever yeah. with the clean money, it's not, it's, it's not realistic. No. And, and uh, on top of that as well, like with Stan Kroenke, how often do you see him at, at an Arsenal match? You don't. You don't. <laughs> like, is he going to be there at the FA Cup final on <laughs> Saturday night? <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? So I think his son has a lot of control as well. I think he's on the board and, you know. Well, that's um, what I'm saying. That his son apparently is telling him, let's sell and let's get out of it. We've made half a billion pounds. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the shares are worth like 22,000 um, 22, a share. Wow. Pounds. That's um, huge. That's massive. Apparently when he bought them, they're worth 8,000 pounds. Wow. And now they're worth twenty two thousand pounds a share. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think it's it's time Pretty for change. Sure. I, I want Arsen Arsen Wenger to to go on his own terms, and if he's going to oversee the the new structure which they're talking about, whether that involves a director of football, I know Arsen Wenger's against a director of football, but um, I think some structural changes need to be made. Whether that's also looking at maybe the wage structure. At the club, we know Arsenal. All, all the players are pretty much on the same money. Like they're on between, um, you know, sixty thousand pounds to one hundred and forty. Where you see the other clubs around the world, the the great clubs, you've got you've got three or four of the best players on two twenty, two thirty, or whatever it might 300. be, three hundred. And then you've got the you know the medium players on you know 100, 150. And then you've got your players that aren't that good on forty or fifty. We've got you know all the players roughly in the same bracket and I think you need to reward you need to get your best you need to have three or four gun great players on you know whatever they deserve Sanchez shouldn't be on 140 when you know players like Yaya Toure on 240 or Wayne Rooney on 250 yeah. you know Sanchez is twice the player Wayne Rooney is oh uh, yeah three times you know, maybe five times yeah <laughs> so Arsenal really need to look at that and um, 
you know, fix the wage structure. We've got a number of players off contract next season. What the hell's going on there? How can you have, you know, three, four of your best players off contract? To me, it doesn't make sense. Well, this is the thing when they can't lock it down. Mm. And I think this is where Cronkies had to come in for Ozil because um, Ozil's camp's had enough of Dick Law. Mm. So, I don't know. We really have to hope to God that Sanchez does stay. Um, Ozil does stay. Um, Sanchez actually had an interview with the South American t- television station a couple of days ago. And he said that he's actually, he's pretty happy at the club. Um, he likes living in London. Um, There's teammates, you know, they're getting back together. And, you know, the, the relationship there is is good. Yeah. And he is happy where he is. Um, so, I don't know. You don't know what to believe, you know. Mm. I, the papers do make up a lot of shit and a lot of nonsense about who's going to leave yeah. and who's, you know, who's sick of, you know, he wants to stay in London, so he's joining Chelsea. Seriously, is Arsenal going to sell to Chelsea? No chance. No chance. With Bayern Munich waiting there, no chance. Mm. Look, if, if Sanchez and Ozil don't sign in the summer, like an extension, they won't be renewing their contracts because... I think with six months left on their contract, they're they free to negotiate, and abroad. they'll get us. They'll yeah. get a sign-on fee with another club for well, yeah, who, at least a couple million pounds in your pocket. You're not going to say even, no to that, a lot more. or whatever it might you know be. What I mean? like yeah, Zlatan's costing Man United you know, like four hundred grand a week because yeah. he had no transfer fee. Yeah. Um, so the sign-on fee and the wages they'll give a player that they don't have to pay for a transfer fee, then well, that's what they apparently. Plays. That's what Pep told. Sanchez to just run your contract out, be patient, and you know we'll reward you. When mm. you um, yeah, that'll be yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this thing is all the rumors. Would you would you boo Sanchez if he turned up at Man City? I would. I definitely would. I think anyone that leaves Arsenal for another Premier League team, in this kind of circumstance, I would. Mm. Um, do I blame him? No. But I can't boo him as. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. I don't blame. Look, if, if someone it's anywhere in life, someone offers you a lot more money than you are now, you're gonna take it. Yeah. Whether your environment's good or bad, if the money's there, at the end of the day, you have to look out for your family and for yourself, and you got to set yourself up. These guys have what 15 year max careers, mm. um, and they're only getting big dollar for a short period of time. So you got to make it. If you could do a Yaya Toure, lock yourself down for 240 a week for five years, that's huge, isn't it? You know, for a guy that at the start of the season couldn't even get in the team. Um, but still, he's, he's actually showed pretty well yeah, towards the back of the end of the season. Yeah. But yeah, you can't blame him. I can't blame anyone for wanting to leave. Mm. Um, as long as they don't leave, leave for Spurs, <laughs> which I don't think... I think Spurs have a worse wage structure than us. I think they only have like two, three players over 100 grand. Really? The rest are below well, then, 70. Well, they're not a big club, are they? No, nah, so. far from it. You know, finishing second... What, you can, you can tell what a small club they are by um, the, the stadium that they're building is 61,000. So they wanted 1,000 more than what Arsenal have. And uh, you just have to laugh at that, though. This is petty. It really is petty. No. But look, at the end of the day, you know, they made fun of us for finishing in the top four. They've done it like two, three times now. It's like they've won the Champions League. Yeah. Um, that's right. So they, they can enjoy it. it. Doesn't really bother me. It's amazing, isn't it, that we finished on seventy-five points uh, this season? Last season we finished on seventy-one, and we finished second. Second. Now we finished top. F- the top six teams, a fact, finished this year with more points than they did last year. Um, I think United five points better than last year. Liverpool sixteen points better than last year. 
Chelsea was 42 points better than last year. Wow. I can't remember what the Man City was, but it was it was a big number as well. But mm. Unbelievable. Um, and Tottenham, I can't remember. They, they wouldn't have been them. I think it was like six points better or something um, than last year. But look at this. Like, you know, the top six teams finished better than last year. And you look at the top six and you're like, wow. Mm. Yeah, how did that happen? Um, it just shows how competitive it is. And it's going back to what I was saying earlier is that the Premier League is just a lot more competitive across from 1 to 20 compared to other leagues. And that, this is where it irritates me when people go, oh, the league is strong because they do well in Champions. You've got, you got a 2, 3, 4 team league. You can rest your players and go play Granada. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, you can't do that in the Premier League. No. And then if you've got Champions League on top of that, Look at the last two winners of the Premier League didn't play Champions League. That's right. It's a tough, tough Hopefully league. that can be us uh, next we'll season. Europa. We'll Chelsea Europa didn't league. have Europa. <laughs> as long as he plays the youth. I, I just really hope care. he plays the youth and plays some of the guys that can't get in into the starting lineup. you know. Then um, you can hopefully have a successful... Just assemble a Europa squad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you, you do have enough. If you took all the backup players, you know, that holding... Severin's holding a murder. Yeah, it'll be great for Europa. holding. Uh, murder Sacco probably can't get in. Um Guys like El Nenny that probably aren't a starter give them yeah. match fitness for the Europa League. Ramsey. Ramsey's played. Iwobi, you know, guys like that. See, this is what I was saying to you before. I think Iwobi... Iwobi will be great in the playing in the Europa League and well, the Carling Cup. I think because he played um, you know what? I think Oxlade. Yeah, there'll be less players going out on loan next season. Um than, than previous seasons, yeah. Were, you, you know, the, the one of the youngsters we've got, Benassa, who's at the who went on loan, I think, to oh, somewhere in France. Yeah, he's on but loan. He, yeah, he did really well. Um, but he asked that he wants to go on loan. He said he can't go back and play on the 23s. He goes, he needs to play first-team football yeah. in a competitive league. Because um, from what I've heard, the, the, the Premier League B um, league... It's not that strong. No, it's teams like, for instance, Arsenal don't treat it seriously. Like they'll okay. go in and they'll go, okay. And this is from, I think, Steve Gadding was yep. saying it. They'll go in and say, well, we need to work on corners. So the whole game, they would just try different things at corners. And that was like their aim. So they didn't have a tactic. It was just trying to improve a part of their game. So if they lost, it was no big deal because we were trying to focus on this part and on that part. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So uh, no, the loans, I think, I think we need to clear out. I definitely do. I think people like. Um, what about Ramsey's goal though? It was top goal, top draw. You can't, goal. you can't get rid of Aaron Ramsey. He's going to get rid of him. Do you, but no, I'm saying for him not to get rid of him, but he's going to leave. He doesn't want to play on the bench. He's been playing with Granite over the last four or five weeks. That's, 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 a, that's a solid combination. But do we still need a holding midfielder? Um, I don't know. It's an it's an interesting. I still think you need because Granite Granite isn't a holding midfielder. He's more box to box. He's a wonder. What about his passing range? Oh, it's fantastic. But we knew that. I rated him from the start. A lot of people have been on his back because they're comparing him to Kante, who's won two titles in a row with two different clubs, and they're saying, "Why didn't we buy Kante?" It's there's true. A, there's no evidence Kante? to suggest that had we had bought Kante, that we would have won the Premier League. Yeah, you know what and, I mean. And this is another thing, is that. Just that example, people go, oh, you're not going to get anyone if you're not in the Champions League. They signed Kante and they weren't in exactly. the Champions League. Exactly right. So, um, 
I think Saka's going to be a wonderful, wonderful player for us over he the next few time years. He started getting the game time. Oh, he's, um, that left foot, it's um, it's it's awesome. And some uh, of those passes. Oh, the way he switches the ball is um is awesome. So he'll be a big player for us next season. We've got to keep Ozil. We've got to keep Sanchez. I think Giroud as a backup option is very good. Um, if we can get a clinical, if we can get someone like Welbeck that can score goals, Welbeck's going to give you ten to fifteen goals a season if he starts every game if he starts every game he'll give you to, but that's Wait, not enough did you, did you see the Everton game oh, how did he miss that that was right <laughs> all he needed to do was just put a foot on it he just completely miss, miss, missed um, it so yeah like, a clinical striker he's not finished with the ingredients of Welbeck someone that can run between the lines hold up the ball but can finish Welbeck you know what you need you need a Juru with pace yeah that's all you need if Juru had pace he would be one of the best in the world oh, that's yeah. not like that's not being biased yeah, because he's a poacher. He's strong. He can't really dribble, but can he? He can't, but he's strong and mm. he holds the ball very well. Like you, you don't see too many players taking the ball off him. He can't dribble, but if you do, he, his positional play is fantastic. Yeah. You look at the way he he draws the players in because of his size and his presence, mm. and I think that's the key. He has that presence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if he had pace, he would be amongst the top one of the top strikers in the world. Top oh, yeah. five, if he had pace. If he had pace, yeah. He doesn't. Mm. He's like a turtle. <laughs> a good turtle. I still rate him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good off done. the bench look, option. And so is Welbeck, but we need I think we need better than that. I think to take Wal- us Welbeck's to the next level. Plus he's very versatile. He can play it. On he the can left, play on the right. any of those front yeah. front front three positions, can dribble. Yeah. Um he's just he's not He's a good utility player, but will he want to stay as a utility player? Mm. I think that's that's quite, I think this is the question that's gonna face a lot of these arsenal And he's been players. injured a lot as well. Over the last, um, well, since he's yeah, joined Arsenal, he has. Um, but he was injured when he was Man United. This was is he? a surprise. Yeah, this is the same problem. This is one of the reasons they kind of sold him was because they thought, well, he's just injured too often. Mm. So, um, yeah. So FA Cup Saturday night or midnight our time. What are we predicting? I think I honestly think we're going to lose. Yeah. Um, I just because well, gone. Like for me, that's like devastating. Um, I just don't think we're going to have that stability and organization at the back. And it's just because it's proven, like, against um, Bayern, you know, he came off and it happened twice. Um, it's just, it's hard to see us beating them. We obviously have a chance. I'm not writing us off. We do have a chance. But do I think we're going to win? No. Do I hope we're going to win? Of course. Yeah. You know, and I'll still be supporting them. How about you? Um, we do have a chance. Uh, but... I think we need to... Uh, all the Arsenal fans are sweating over the injury news of Mustafi. Uh, if he plays, I think we've got a, a, a good chance to win. You'd have, obviously, Holding on the right side of him. Monreal on the left, play Gibbs, left wing back. Chamberlain, you go Chamberlain. He, we've got to wait for his injury update. If not, you go Bellerin. You go Ramsey in the middle with um, Granite. And then I'd go uh, Welbeck up front with um, Ozil and Sanchez in behind him. If we go that lineup, I can still see us. We won't. We still won't be favourites, but we'll have a better chance. Without Mustafi, uh, I'd, I'd rate us at uh, maybe a 10, 10 to 15% chance because with Mertesacker at the back there, I just fear for us. Honestly, I think Mertes, I, I think it's about the same. 
You reckon? For me, I think whether you have Murdersack or... Remember, Murdersack hasn't played in like, what, six months? How long hasn't he played for? For me, like I said, his athleticism isn't the the question. He comes in there, he can organise Montreal and Holding, who are the athletes in that back, right? He can read the game. And for me, Mustafi can't do that. He's very athletic and he's very strong and he can't read the game like Murdersack. And Murdersack is, to me, one of the best defenders in the world at reading a game. Mm. Um, it's a shame that he doesn't, he's like, his body isn't, you know, capable enough to take it to the night. You know, if Koscielny had his intelligence, he would be the best centre-back mm. ever. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just that his intelligence is ridiculous. And I think if he has holding and if holding has a good game like he has been, yeah. And, you know, and they listen to Murdersack. I think it'll be very cautious and very kind of subdued. They'll try and slow down the game. I don't know. Every time I've seen Murdersack against a big, big club that have quality strikers, I've always, he's always been suspect. Another, another question is, David Ospina has been playing in the uh, FA Cup or the Cup game. He's playing in the Champions League. And um, go. I'll go check. Man. Who do you go? I'll go check. He'll go Espina because he... Do you go loyal? Loyal to the keeper that's them. played in the FA Cup? He did that with Fabianski yeah. and Szczesny because I think they got one each, didn't they? Did they? Because Fabianski got the first one. Yeah, Fabi- uh, yeah, Fabianski and Espina, I think, was in the... No, I think Szczesny. Or was it Szczesny? No, Szczesny. Was it Szczesny? I think the first one Szczesny got and the second one Fabianski got. No, I think Fabianski played against Hull. Maybe yeah, because maybe yeah. Then he left. Yeah, and um, yeah, and there was Ospina in Chesney, and he went Chesney because yeah. Chesney played all the cup games. Okay. So yeah, um, I'm predicting. Uh, I don't want to score. I Go. hope we win, obviously, but uh, I'm predicting a uh, one 0 win to Chelsea. I think I think we'll score. I think it'll be like two one. Yeah. Look, I wouldn't rule that goes to extra time. Honestly, mm. I think if we sit there and play organized, I'd be curious to see if he goes with. Xhaka and Cock, or if he goes with um, Xhaka and Ramsey, which look like they've been playing, like you said, they've been playing very well together. Yeah. After Ramsey's goal in the last few minutes against Everton, you can't. But he had, like, if he can do that. But it wasn't just that. If you watch them pre- also against Everton, the way he was pressing and the way he mm. was running, it was like, come on, that's what you should be doing, man. Yeah. Like, why haven't you been doing that? Look, if we played the way we did against Man City, that pressing and dropping back and working for the ball. But there's no reason why there's anything anything's possible yeah you know, you know why we shouldn't win if we work that hard like we did against city you know mm. and if he goes with well back a bit of pace up front i would prefer him to go sanchez up top because nah you can't you got to keep it as it is oh, sanchez and ozil in behind our Welbeck or or Giroud. you I just gotta you gotta pace, i think my thing is if you have the pace they they tend to sit back a bit on you. Warbeck's got, Warbeck's got plenty does, of pace. but Warbeck offers me nothing else but pace. You reckon? Do you know what I mean? He's good out wide. Like, I would play him out wide. I would play him on the left and put Sanchez up top. Mm. Um, and I would kind of go, Sanchez, do whatever F you want to do. And Ozil feed him the ball, threat him the ball. But again, Sanchez does like coming deep and picking up the ball and taking yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it's just hard. It really is. I don't know. I don't know what the right formula is. I think that position Sanchez and Ozil is in now... I think it suits him. But when we smashed them 3 0, he was playing up top. Mm. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be a it's going to be a hard one. Yeah. Hopefully we win. Um. Yeah. You going to go anywhere to watch the game? Um. No, I'll probably just watch it. Watch at it home. at home. Yeah. What about you? I think we'll because last time we went to um, Ash Ashfield. Ashfield. 
yeah. I don't know if that's still happening. Because they used to do it weekly and then... I think there's something going on at Beverly Hills as well. Is that yeah? And then there's there's two there's fucking two Arsenal clubs in Sydney. Yeah. And like a different like what it was it was a New South Wales club and then the Sydney club mm. and they're both like different venues. I think one you had to be a member for. Mm. The New South Wales one I think you had to be a member for. But it's just like why are we separated? We should be one one right. organizer. You know, one group one group of fans. But Ashfield one was always good. Um, so I don't know. Um, let's have a quick look. Um, I think it's gone. What's the thing there? Oh, they haven't tweeted for a while. I don't know. Hopefully, um, yeah. If something's going on, I'll definitely go out and watch. Because I think the last time we played the one beat. Aston Villa was was great atmosphere at Ashfield. Mm. Everyone just went nuts, especially because we thrashed them. Um, it was good. Yeah. But yeah, if nothing happens, it's probably watch at home. Yeah. All right, and then we've got uh don't forget we've got Arsenal coming out in uh, <sighs> July. See well. what a clash! Have you got your Australian champions? Yeah, I do. Yeah. For both games or just for one? both? Yeah. yeah. I ended up getting. I didn't originally want to go to the first one, but a mate of mine offered me for the um, for the second one. Yeah. And a mate of mine offered me for the second one, so I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, you going both? Or yeah, you going to both. Why not? Probably the the last time they come out in like twenty years. I think the I last time they came out was the eighties. Yeah, but at the end of the day, now they're trying to be more commercial appeal. Yeah. I think Australia is a big spot, but I think Australian fans have already picked their teams. You yeah. know, there's a lot of Leicester fans out there now. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these bandwagon supporters mm. but it is what it is and the, the more fans we have in Australia I think that's the most important thing um, absolutely yeah but hopefully we win this weekend um, and we'll probably do a full wrap up next yeah, week yeah we'll do a wrap up of the season next and, week and we'll do awards I told Andrew I said we need to do awards yeah. we'll come up with funny ones so if you think of any funny awards and nominations um, just you know send us on the on the Twitter um, we'll probably put a couple of polls up yeah. as well. Um, and we'll discuss some of the biggest flops, goal of the season, yep. tackle of the season, red card of the season, Let's haircut of the season. Let's do it. Beard of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Catch ya.